there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello and welcome back to the Prep to Pro NBA Draft Podcast. My name is Ben Pfeiffer and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Max Carlin. Max, how's it going? Doing all right, Ben. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, excited to get on get on with the second part of our discussion of the ceiling board. Um, we started, we talked about our first 12-ish guys, I think, um, on the last episode. Again, we, you know... Before we we did an episode talking about uh, our rankings based on median outcome, as as requested by many, this is our rankings based on ceiling, so ninety five hundredth percentile outcome. So let's continue with this with the ceiling board. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit BetOnline.ag to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back sports bonuses. Bet online, your on your online wagering experts. Yeah, so my next tier is uh, like okay. First, we should talk about the last guy in my third tier. Yeah, well, he's he's in my next tier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so my next tier is is like plus starter types. Uh, I don't think that they have like real even like number two equity in terms of overall impact, maybe some of them could be your second option on offense, but um, you know, I don't think they will be quite there in the, in the uh, overall impact for the team, but, but guys who, who could have significant value uh, on good teams. Um, so first you have your 13th guy overall, who is the last in your third tier. Yes. Okay. Correct. Which who is Pat will, who's 14th overall will. for me. He's second in, in this tier for me of, of plus starter yeah. types. Uh, I don't know. You want, you want to get us started with the, the Pat will stuff? Sure. I think it's worth noting that I should have mentioned this last time. We made these boards independently. We did not consult before this and have not seen each other's. So they're similar because we think similarly and this happens, but yeah, um, I'll talk about Pat will, um, and Pat Will's a guy who's ceiling, like who's ceiling. I've been pretty high on for for a while. Um, you know, I think there there's just so many things he does well. You know, at at being the the youngest American player in the class with his physical tools, that that bodes well for his ceiling. I mean, first of all, you talk about the defense. Um, I think he has like at a ceiling, he's a legitimately impactful weak side four kind of defender, incredible interior defender. You know, as, as a weak side rim protector, his his instincts, timing, verticality, all of that is just incredibly good. And he's like 
besides being six foot eight and really, really strong. I think that the on ball defense gets gets better, but I don't think it's ever going to be like 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 very, very good. Like like I think the hit yeah, mobility improved. I think it can improve marginally, as we talked about in the past. Like, like I think there's a limit to which to how much the hit mobility can really improve with you know rebalancing his quads and, and all of that biomechanics. But I, I think he can be past like enough to where it's not disastrous. I think he can get. He, he has good recovery tools too. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, he, he already shows that in you know in college where what he's beat, he has the explosiveness and the timing and the length to recover and, and alter shots pretty consistently. And then offensively. Probably like a comp, like again, like a complimentary guy. But I think a complimentary guy, like with at his size, a lot of really valuable skills. Um, his shot is a his shot's really weird. Like there hasn't really been a guy with like his indicators historically. He he's kind of one of a kind as like a shooting prospect. You know, being his young with the volume and the versatility and the free throws. I uh, I have belief in the shot. Like though the volume three isn't good. I mean the the free throws, the touch you know, the, what he has shown. And then, you know, like like the, the pull-up shooting from mid-range, even going back to EYBL being really advanced for a player of his age and his size. I mean, not not, not like a self-creator break-you-down-off-the-dribble break type of, of, of player in any in any sense, but someone who can hit one, two dribble pull-ups at his size is really valuable. And I think he can be quite good at those mid-range pull-ups. And then, like, like some of the passing reads he, he shows are just re- kind of ridiculous for, for a guy of his size. And too. But, yeah. I mean, just like like the passing in general is kind of wild for a guy at his size. He's so so good. He shows some like live dribble skip passes off the dribble with with great accuracy and timings and some he lay down stuff. He has offhand live dribble passing. Yeah, he does, which is I mean crazy for a guy of his size and age. So for me, it, it's I struggle with like role projection exactly for Pat Will, but like there's just there's so many good things he does, you know, to, to add as a, as a complimentary forward offensively someone who you know hits spot ups at a good enough rate and a respectable rate i think it is ceiling certainly and then someone who you know is is, is making passes off it complimentary can can do some play finishing as well um there's just like again like not a complimentary player probably a little below all defense at, at a ceiling but there's just like, like like a really valuable like like piece rotation piece a valuable fourth or fifth starter i think on a on like on a title title level team yeah i totally agree with that um why we've got him ranked in about the same spot uh three and rim protection that that archetype again uh without the same mobility of pokashevsky and the same uh volume as a shooter and and uh like yeah, he's not coordination with the but... ball yeah well he's different well, yeah, too he's, I mean... he's he's different um there are aspects to it. like he's a very different interior defender and i would in some ways argue well in some ways i would argue much better um but and in some ways not as no, good. No, in some ways definitely not as good. Uh, but yeah, Pat will I think could be a really high level weak side rim protector. Uh, his skill as a rim protector is re- really impressive. Uh, his verticality, his strength, uh, his just like multiple efforts and and like second jumping and all of these things are really really good. Uh, and then offensively, by his spot ups, by his one dri- one two dribble pull ups, uh, p- definitely plus passing for the role. Like very plus passing for the role, uh, and honestly, like his explosiveness, he could be a role man. I think it'd be pretty successful at it, especially with the with his passing. Uh, I think that's something that he could definitely do, and he we could even see him as a small five. I think he has the strength and and size for that. Um, that I, I think that he wouldn't he would be able to handle it uh, defensively while putting you in an interesting spot in terms of everyone being able to yeah, make decisions that's and shoot. I mean. 
certainly like like when you talk about i think the small ball five thing is th the thing that most the, the most like of these like people that these prospects that people you know ascribe to these small ball five holes is the rim protection which which patrick williams has yeah he's like, he's a stud yeah. as a rim protector yeah i kind of i, I kind of worry that like the patwell thing is passing me by a little bit because i love patwell uh, but i've just had the same opinion of him for several months now since i don't know like january or something that i like i love him i think he's a lottery guy uh, I think he's super valuable as a complimentary player, but it does seem that he's being turned into a guy who has like kind of creator upside, which I don't think is true at all. Uh, I think he's, he, he can hit some pull-ups, but it's, you know, one, I mean, two dribble pull-ups. Like it's not, I mean, I guess like being super young and toolsy and showing the skills he has, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it's realistic to project. I mean, yeah, I, I, he could be, I think he could be very, he could be potent on closeout attacks uh I, like he at times is a guy who covers ground well and can just elevate and finish over yeah. people again like he's not like like i don't think he's a primary no no, like no any level I don't, I don't think most people would would, would make that yeah level. i just think that there's like a small range where i would actually take pat will like i would take him in like the 10 to 14 or 15 range or something like that i could see him higher for some teams i mean eh, i don't know at, at a certain point like you need a guy who, even if it's a complimentary player, it's it you know it's someone who's. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess, I guess it, it depends on 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 the context, but I, I think that yeah, there are other bets that make sure. that make sense. Sure, but yeah, uh, should we all move right. on? Talk about all right. Let's. So, who is in your your next? Okay, team? so really, first in this tier for me, thirteenth overall. Let's just read off all the guys. Sure, you think? sure, yeah. So I've got Kyra, and then Patwell, Xavier Tillman, Killian Tilly. James Wiseman, Isaiah Joe, Denny Avdia, and Obi Toppin. Okay, I have I have Obi Toppin, Killian Tilly, Kyra Lewis. I have Malachi Flynn in this tier, um, and then I have Wiseman, Isaiah Joe, and Denny to round it out. So damn, pretty similar once again. Um, yeah, but except I mean, one of the main things is I have Obi first, and you have him last. Yeah, in this tier. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, um, that's kind of the main difference um in terms of guys that we both have i think and the reason i have him high is i think it is ceiling um like i don't believe in the off i mean it, if i really believed in like the off dribble ceiling with him i'd have him higher than four yeah for sure I mean, certainly but i think there's enough of that potentially there so you know i mean I, I, at a ceiling he's a really really efficient a really efficient player on potentially really high usage. Whether the, I mean that's not probably not in the primary role. And you know the, the the you know always the the caveat when talking about true shooting is to to consider role. It's we, a we very very bad stat. Very, we don't like true shooting. Yes, uh, I, I mean again, it, it can be useful when we consider role and consider the context. Whereas Ob, I think, could be a very very efficient player, but not someone who's who's producing high efficiency in a high usage on ball creation role, but certainly as a complimentary offensive big, he's got everything you want. I mean, elite finishing, elite, elite, elite passing, um, elite role, elite role play. Um, I, probably. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I see elite passing from him. I think so. I think I do think so at his ceiling. I mean, I think he's good enough on the short roll out of the post i mean he's missing the off dribble component which i if you factor that in then sure yeah but, i guess it depends what you mean by elite um but sure. i mean elite for his role i think no doubt. okay yes yeah i can get behind that but like is, I, I don't think that he's up. not an offensive hub big man sure and I, that's why i don't have him you know higher than this tier but i think he you know he's like a like the highest level complimentary big man 
uh, that you can kind of get. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think I think he's comfortably hitting spot ups at his ceiling. Like again, I don't I don't think he's really doing any pull up stuff. Um, like at least not with any consistency. Uh, but I mean, like again, I think defensively still probably bad at his ceiling. I, I I really struggle to see a world where he's where he's good on defense. I mean, it's like. Uh, it's like uh, a lot of the stuff you just like, I, I don't see how it improves. Like the, 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 the crazy high center of gravity, the, the slow hips. I think maybe that stuff can be improved a little bit, but I don't, they could get uh, rid of defensive like, three seconds and he could just chill out the room. Sure. They could, sure. He could play him in, play him in his zone. Like, but, but, but even then he's not like, like, like a, a giant, like bull bull. And he's not like incredibly instinctual or quick off the ground. Like he's like a fine weak side rim protector. Like he's okay, and I think it is like like at his ceiling he could be good there. But he's like he's not the special vertical athlete in terms of in terms of quickness off the ground. I mean, no, he, in terms he of has like, the load. Yeah, in terms of like when he does, in terms of when he can load, he's he's pretty special. But you know, he has to load, and he's like like his his instincts and timing are good, but they're like not special. I think they're, they're worse than Onyeka's. There certainly, I mean, they're they have room to to improve. I mean, just like uh, yeah, I mean, like the I, I think he's gonna be like. A really, really, really good complimentary offensive big at his ceiling, who hopefully can survive enough on defense to be a starter and someone who. But I mean, again, I I struggle to see a world where he's not absolutely hunted in the playoffs. And I mean, like as I say, I'm, I'm kind of talking myself down on him in this exercise. Yeah. But I still believe in the offensive ceiling uh, as being worthy at the top of this tier. But again, like like the, the whole point of tiers is they're fluid. So, um. Yeah, yeah. I think you pretty much captured why he's last for me in this tier. I, I think his offensive ceiling is quite high. I think it's not the absolute top tier of offensive big men because I don't think that he's really that much of a creator. Like, I, I don't think that he's posting like-sized players necessarily. Uh, I don't – I think maybe at his ceiling he's a pretty good shooter, but not like – not cat. Uh, oh, no. But, I mean, I mean, not even close to like the greatest big. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's not even. That, that's yeah, ridiculous. That's, I mean, that, that's that's not good. But I, I mean, he's probably like a like a solidly above average big man shooter, but nothing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't really think that he's like. I know he hit that one shot against Kansas. I don't really think that he's. Got, he, he hit one shot. Yeah. I don't think he's got <laughs> off the dribble ability as a shooter. No. Um. So I don't really buy him as a creator. I think he's kind of purely a complimentary guy. Fully agree with you that he could be like as good at that as one could be, but I am that low on his defensive ceiling. I think he's going to be a terrible defensive player no matter what. Uh, I think he is really going to restrict you from a team building standpoint. Uh, I, we've talked in past episodes in enough depth about Obi's defense. I think that people don't put enough emphasis on what a lack of mobility means from a team build from a from a team defense standpoint that when you are so immobile that you literally cannot stunt at a guy and get back that you like, that is ridiculous. You're, you hemorrhage so many points because if you can't make the smallest little movement and get back in order to like deter a drive, that matters so much. Um, like it does it, like, even if you, I think when Obi is around the rim, he's not that bad defensively. Like he can, he can, yeah, he can park around the rim. Sure. Yeah. Like he's not that bad, but, if he has to guard a guy in the corner and actually like guard that guy, because if he leaves him wide open, it's going to be a made three from the corner. He can't get to the rim. Like he doesn't have the the mobility to get to the rim from the guy on the corner, like to, to actually contest a shot. Like it literally is just the only way he's at all viable is if he's in a zone. Um, 
and yeah. no one played, not even the Heat play his own full time. Uh, so I am incredibly low on Obi's defense. I think that yeah. Fun fact: I think that 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 Kansas jumper was like one of two off dribble jumpers he hit all season, and the other was like a ten foot mid. So <laughs> yeah, so so yeah. fundamentally, compliment synergy. Does- Yes, Synergy doesn't even have that Kansas one logged as an off-triple jumper, which is, like, wrong, but still. Like, Fundamentally, a complimentary offensive big, which I don't think is that valuable, and I am incredibly low on his defensive ceiling. That's why he's last in this tier for me. But I yeah. still think he could be a very plus starter uh, and have yeah, a lot of value. Like, yeah. All right, so should we talk about who, who you're talking about? Kyra, maybe? Because Kyra's the top yeah, of Yeah, Kyra's your, first for me in this tier. I have him a little bit lower. Yeah, so he's 13th. Um, I have him 16. Yeah, I and I maybe should actually reconsider this. Um, yeah, I I probably would lower him. I just I just don't think there's enough on the ball. There isn't to really. Have yeah, him, which is why I mean, like, there's I, I think like off like like it's a thing where he's so so good off the ball at the ceiling. Like he's so so good. I think he's like like a high high level spot up shooter, unstoppable closeout attacker, enough passing t- to make it work. But I just like a six foot three, a six foot two incredibly skinny off-ball guard who is probably like a neutralist defender at his ceiling like how valuable is that really i think on ball he can be good he can he can be okay like because like i mean the burst and acceleration is obviously overwhelming i think there's reason to believe the pull-up can develop but just like the finishing i think is always going to be kind of bad ben um, I, I, think I just so. dropped him you convinced me i dropped him to, i dropped <laughs> him to 16 behind uh, behind <laughs> pat will tillman and tilly <laughs> I think the I think the finishing is always going to be bad. I don't think he's ever going to have the pick and roll craft requisite, even if the pull up jumper is there. Um, I just like I think there's not enough beyond the raw acceleration um, to to like to really project an on ball ceiling. Uh, I mean, I think like there's kind of intangible stuff there that that makes me a little hopeful. Like he carried a good offense at 18 and like made serious strides from like being a 17 year old playing in college basketball who was like actually good. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like, like I don't like the people who like believe in Kyra as like a top seven six type player. Like I get that. I I was once there, but I, I I'm no, I'm no longer. Um, but yeah, fundamentally, like a guy who's the majority of his value comes off the ball at his size is inherently flawed, and that's kind of why I have him lower. But still, like with you know with with solid with. Very plus starter upside, you know, because of that. Yeah, you know, if he's really shooting. My like, one counterpoint to that is that he might be a special enough speed guy that he can actually drive so much transition offense and like just early clock sure. offense. That I just think it's it's so hard to like project that. Yeah, but but like, like if you think about it this way, that like I don't even I, I don't know that it is that hard to project. Like he really creates a ton of transition opportunities with the way that he pushes the ball. I don't know that that is that hard to project. Yeah. Um, so I think he could be a guy who does that. And unlike someone like Fox, I don't think that his value, well, his value just changes. It, it, what you ask of him changes a lot in the half court. But like you know, if if he were playing off Devin Booker, for example, which is like I think yeah, a fit I mean, we, we really that like, um, yeah. that he's a guy who could. Kyra could push in transition, and then in the half court, he can be a guy who is – we totally trust him as a spot-up shooter. We think he's pretty unstoppable as a closeout attacker in a similar vein to RJ while being lower on him as a finisher. Uh, he can make decisions off of that. He's got some touch. Like, I, I think that there are ways to make it work with Kyra at a really, really nice level. 
Um, like you said, I think he can be a, new, a neutralish defender. I think he will be, honestly. I think people are too low on him defensively. He, uh, another guy who has issues with his technique uh, navigating screens. I think his ceiling, I mean, it's fair to assume he adds strength because, like, he has a frame that to me is pretty Yeah, but he's he's willing with great recovery tools and a knowledge of how to use it, how to use them. And I think that that's something that gets right. very underrated. Like, just being long is not that valuable, but knowing how to contest someone Funct- from behind. Functional. Yeah, knowing how to contest someone from behind while not fouling is like a very valuable skill uh and Cairo totally has it um so i think Cairo will be like a fine defender at his ceiling maybe even a slight positive uh or maybe even more than that i could see him being like a pretty solid defender i guess at his ceiling i don't know i'm less sure that i i just don't know how much, like, i think he really needs to add strength yeah he does I, like he's he does. really really weak yeah he but um, he i mean he also is so young that he was not eligible for the draft last year. Yeah, sure. I mean, that, that's true. He's he's 18. I mean, 19, but still. Yeah, like. so I think okay defender at the very worst at his ceiling, uh, a guy who can create transition offense and be really good at it. Um, in the half court, a very valuable secondary creator. Um, that's a valuable player. Uh, I think that I you convinced me. I lowered him below these kind of big men that could be really sort of the high leverage anchors for you. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I still like what Kyra has to offer. feel good about him in this tier. All right. Um, so wait, did you have Tilly in this tier? Yeah, I had Tillman and Tilly 14 and 15. Yeah, I have Tilly at 15, right next, right behind Obi for a second. Um, let's talk about wait, Tilly. Did you have Tillman in, um, in this tier? I did not have Tillman in this oh, tier. Oh, wow. Actually. I need, I need is... a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's talk tilly yeah let's talk about tilly i mean i factored injury in here for sure because i think tilly at his ceiling i don't think at his health ceiling i don't think you can expect him to be a guy who's like consistently fully healthy i think that's unreasonable um given his injury history track um but i think like a guy who like is who stays on the floor and you know is enough of an nba player to you know to maximize it himself is, is, is realistic you know assuming good health and then just as a player like he's everything you want in like in like a complimentary kind of big man i mean he, he i think at his ceiling he's very plus shooter very plus passer plus handler all of that all of the perimeter stuff you want he he, he does and he has the mobility you know mobility on defense all really impressive the instincts he's just so so smart Again, like not a guy who's going to be an offensive hub, not a guy who's going to be a real like all, all NBA, de- all defense guy, defensive anchor. Just someone who, you know, doesn't need usage, doesn't doesn't need possessions to add a lot of value. You know, DHO operator, short roll passer, passes out of the post, spot ups, maybe even some closeout attacks uh, as a big man offensively. Just the, the the total package. You know, aside from you know really elite play finishing or really just explosiveness uh, on the interior, and then defensively, someone who's like. S- t- totally solid mobility. You're gonna hedge, n- like not probably not gonna be able to switch, but drops. I, weak I side he stuff. Could, uh, he could late switch for sure. Um, probably. I, I, probably I a little yeah, lower. His movement's still really good. It's it is really good. I I don't know how much you can late switch is sure. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know how much you can really do that to me, but I mean, like again, like it, like it's it's certainly it's it's not bad. Like it's good enough. Like. And then, you know, the weak side stuff is, is, is promising. Yeah, just like a complimentary big man, like assuming good health, like is like he's an NBA player for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, what number did you have him overall? 
I had him f- 15. Yeah, he is 15 for me as well. Um, yeah, uh, I think the one thing I would add emphasis to is shooting that I don't think he can be an elite shooter, but probably like sub elite for a big man. He has legit yeah. versatility. Like he can bomb off movement. Um, I think he, yeah, I think he could be a really high level. I think he could, I think there's a chance of this feeling he could hit elite level big man. Yeah. Like, not like, the, I mean, like, I guess if, if you want to like tab elite level as like cat level, yeah, don't, well, like cat yeah, pecans, like he's not yeah. getting it there. Uh, like, of course not. But I think like as elite as you can expect a big to, because I don't think, you can ever reasonably expect a big man or take to yeah, get oh, okay. We, we don't need to get into semantics. No. This this podcast sure. is going way too long. But um, <laughs> a very 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 good big man shooter. Sure. Um, yeah. Like serious versatility, efficiency, and volume. Uh, and then a really really high level passer, quick decisions, perfect decisions. And then defensively, yeah, I think there will be some decline in the way he's able to impact the game, just like his lack of length and that he's, he's strong and physical, but like, I don't know about compared to NBA bigs. Uh, Not, not super explosive. Yeah. But uh, his intelligence, his, his leadership as a defensive player is really incredible. The way that he can diagnose actions and direct people where to go um, like two to three times a game without fail. It's just a genius. He is on the weak side and he will direct the player exactly where to stand to combat the upcoming action and he's exactly right because he's a genius um but yeah like you know adding value as a screener and and a ball mover and all these things i think he could be your closing big man like for sure i think he has plenty of mobility i think he can survive on switches like you're not i don't think going to put him in a switch everything scheme that would be a bad idea it's also not really a real thing those bigs don't really exist except for bam uh so i think he could be your closing big man. That's insanely valuable. Could be just a really, really valuable player on both, on both ends. And yeah, if he's at his, if his ceiling is, is, you know, a guy who can play 60 games a year and play 22 to 25 minutes or something like that in those games and play your high leverage minutes, that's wildly valuable. Uh, that's a really high ceiling. Um, yeah. And you know, one that we both have at 15. Uh, All right. Time for Max to yell at me. Yeah. Well, I'm angry at you. Um, <laughs> you're, you're you're kind of a bad guy, uh, <laughs> Tillman. Um, I I have no concerns about him defensively. Really, like I, I think there are some there are maybe some ceiling concerns on account of his lack of explosion. The fact that even with his super plus wingspan, uh, he still has like averageish length for an NBA center, but. I, I've become kind of radicalized like, to the idea that that for uh, being a dominant team defender, timing and length uh, and intelligence is really kind of enough. Um, so Tillman is not going to be a DPOY level center, but I think he can be a pretty dominant one. And I think that he can be pretty coverage versatile. Uh, I really, I don't worry about about him being exploited by uh, larger big men individually. Uh, but I, I think that he can just be a, an incredibly valuable defensive player. And then we're, we're talking ceiling here. Like I have significant offensive concerns with Tillman. I've kind of reached the point where I think that he's going to be a bad offensive player because you can only add so much value by being a, a smart screener and a, and a great short roll passer. However, at Tillman's realistic ceiling, 
one, he is a very, very high level big man passer. On that, he's one of the better short roll passers in the league. Yeah. He's a guy. I think he's at it like t- towards his floor. Yeah, yeah, but he can he can certainly post mismatches. And then at his ceiling, I think he shoots enough. I think he shoots enough at his ceiling that he is a pretty valuable offensive player. Um, in addition to being a an extraordinarily valuable defensive player, uh, I think he can be the center who closes games for you. Uh, I think like. I think there are some some Tice comparisons there. He's not, you know, the lob threat that Tice is, but he's a he is a a far superior uh, short roll passer. He actually has some some ability to post mismatches, has post creation, has handling ability, um, and just you know defensively, I think someone someone like Tice shows that you know it, intelligence, mobility, length, timing, these things matter if you're an undersized center. And I think Tillman has. A, a complete abundance of, of the strength necessary to survive. Uh, so I, I think his ceiling is, is really high. I think it's the exact type of big man you need. Um, someone that's, that's going to be a real ceiling raiser for a team. I think I've been, I, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think I should have had this year. I did, did move him to this tier. I, I have been convinced. Um, uh, so hopefully that, that makes me a little bit less of a bad guy in your eyes. Still will push back a little bit. Um, I have towards the bottom. I'm, I, I still, I'll personally push back a little bit against the level to which his ceiling is on, on both ends. I have a little more, like, I do worry about the physical tools. Um, and I think, well, I, I don't think he is the level to where he can be exploited for his size or his mobility. I don't necessarily know how coverage versatile he's really going to be at the highest levels. Um, obviously, you know, a genius team defender. I think he's going to be one of the best team defensive bigs in the league. And that's super valuable. Um, and then, and then offensively, like you said, I mean, like spot ups, like low volume, solid enough efficiency. I think. I mean, which I guess, like at that point, you know, if he can attack closeouts, then it's kind of over. But yeah, such a handler for a big man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, offensively, yeah. Just I like I'm probably a little less confident in the shooting than you are. I'm not confident. Uh, We're, like to be clear, I think he's gonna. Uh, I think realistically, he's gonna be a bad offensive. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm talking about in terms of the ceiling. I think the ceiling for on a shot is lower than you think. Uh, yeah, I, I just have more worries with things like that and the physical tools. But I mean, no doubt that he's going to be a valuable playoff contributor. And I think like we're all in agreement that like he's like one of the top top of the list of guys who all of the NBA fans who don't pay attention to the draft next playoffs are like, oh crap. Who is this Xavier Tillman guy who's in the rotation for a good playoff team? Like, I, I, I think that's very much in the cards. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. It's like it, it's gonna happen. No. I think I think the floor is there for him. Median's there for him. Ceiling's there for him. He should be a top twenty pick. He's a stud. Um, yeah. Uh, should should we move on to yeah. another big in Wiseman? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Wiseman, like, I, I was looking at this, and I'm like, if I have Wiseman in this tier, I should probably have Tillman as well. What number do you have? Um, I have Wiseman at, at 18, below Kyra, Tilly, Toppin, and Malachi. Yeah, I've, I've um, 17 behind Tillman, Tilly, uh, Kyra, and Pat Will was first in that tier. Yeah, I have, so Wiseman, I mean, as we've talked about, um, 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 like, just as, as we've talked about before, just being as big and athletic in the open floor as he is, um, is super valuable, um, has value in its own. I think he's going to be, again, a monster in transition. At a ceiling, is, is, a, pretty, is a pretty good... Fast for a guy. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah. 
is a uh, yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be a good rim protector at his at his ceiling. Probably not like sub elite there, but I, I mean, just with his sheer size, um, sheer size, it, it's it's going to be imposing. Pick and, I, I think that there's always going to be struggles in the covering with his coverage versatility as a pick and roll defender. Oh, yeah, there's going to yeah, he's a drop. Yeah, right. I, I don't think there's really any any ceiling where he where he switches. He's like he's a bad. He's not mobile laterally. His his technique's a mess. Um, he's just too big and clunky to really ever be a dropper. And, and, guy, and his, his his hips are 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 like too narrow. He can't turn. Yeah, they're too high. I mean, like I said, I, I just think there's physical limitations there where on ball defense can improve, but like I just don't think he's ever switching. And I think he could be a really good role man. Like yep. like he's like super super imposing diving into the basket. Um, I don't think anything beyond. I don't really think he shoots um at his ceiling any like significantly. Maybe on face ups. Uh, I, um, I think he'll shoot from the corners at his ceiling. Uh. I, sure, I, but like I, 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 I like the mechanical improvements that he made at Memphis. I think they yeah. fixed the release point. Uh, I think, yeah, but I just don't think there's enough in terms of volume no, or anything no, like that no, to project it. Really, I mean, like, like I don't really care. Like, if he's shooting like one or two corners a game, I don't think that's that much of a value add. Um, and then like, like he's not gonna pass. He's not gonna dribble. I mean, again, like, just like he's gonna have a lot of like being incredibly big and athletic. Um, is just has value. Like, like he's gonna be, like he's gonna get on the floor. He's gonna at his ceiling. I think he's solidly a plus starter. Even if he's one that can't really thrive in the like in in, in the postseason, I think he's a plus starter in the regular season, no doubt at his ceiling. Yeah, I I think that I think I I don't know that there's that much of a chance that he's really a big time postseason player or even like a crunch time against good teams player. Uh, but like you said, I think he'd be a really good protector i think he could be a very good drop defender at his ceiling like he has a lot a long ways to go uh in terms of maneuvering short space uh yeah short areas and and um just feel for for where to be when to recover that sort of thing but really good role man uh i think really really good transition player guy who just runs the floor super hard and is enormous uh he'll get easy buckets on on duckins and uh that sort of thing i think like as far as the freshman bigs go, outside of Onyeka, uh, like much better and more willing screener than those guys. Um, so I, I think, yeah, there's there's a chance that he's a really nice regular season player who could soak up a lot of minutes and add a solid amount of value. Uh, there are team building issues he presents and, and all that stuff that we've done a million times before. And I don't think that it matters for a team necessarily trying to win a championship. But, uh, you know, most teams aren't really. Um, and I think that yeah. at, at his ceiling, he could be. He can make it. I mean, he can certainly raise a floor. Yeah, he, can raise a floor. I think he can raise a floor. Yeah. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back sports bonuses. BetOnline, your your online wagering experts. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 
is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. All right, so the next guy we have is Isaiah Joe. I actually have like Malachi ahead of him. We can talk about Malachi in a bit. Um, I, I have Isaiah Joe at 19. What about you? Yeah, so Joe... Joe is like, I think, probably more of a ceiling guy than he tends to get credit for because, like, as we talked about, if if the body really can't improve, then he's probably not even going to be a, like a long term NBA player. But assuming at, at a ceiling, the core strength, the lower body strength, just all of it improves drastically, then he is bombing threes at ridiculous volume on pretty good efficiency. I think that's clear. And then, you know, with, with added strength, I, I mean, he, he's always going to be a liability as like a slasher and a finisher, but the, the passing, the self-creation uh, for jumpers, that's all going to be really, really incredibly valuable as, as like a complementary plus starter type. And then defensively, I think like he's a really smart team defender. Like as, as we talked about last time, I think he is incredibly smart off the ball. And then, you know, with, with added strength, that, 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 only, that, that only improves his ability to compete on the ball. So this is like a, a ridiculous shooter um, with, with lots of complementary skills and, and good defense is a, a, a significantly plus starter at a ceiling. Yeah, I'm actually going to raise Joe, I think, to uh, undecided between 16 and 17 between him and Kyra. Uh, I, think, I think I'll keep, it, keep him at 17 behind Kyra. Uh, and ahead of Wiseman now. Um, but yeah, I think could be one of the more valuable uh, shooters in the league among off-ball players, we'll say. Uh, yeah. You know, just a guy who guns uh, and hits at a pretty good efficiency from you know tons of range and everything. Uh, and then, yeah, defensively, I love him. I think he's really, really smart off the ball. Uh, I think he definitely does not get enough credit on the ball. He can really move laterally. He's got some great footwork moments navigating screens. Uh, he like he he's got some positional versatility in that like strength will be an enormous problem for him and I don't think he'll ever be a strong guy. No, but he can if be, Isaiah like, Joe, passable. yeah, if Isaiah Joe at his ceiling is one of the best like f- just like flamethrower shooters in the league who can play a little bit off the dribble with his pull up craft and some creation ability for others, um, while also being a highly valuable team defender and very capable point of attack defender that is a really valuable player yeah um i yeah, yeah I, I think joe I really is pretty like, simple i mean d- yeah. doesn't have a high level creation or defensive ceiling i mean but like plus plus on both ends absolutely i mean yeah the the rim problems are very real yeah like he's uh, like never going to be a good finisher he's never going to be a good slasher yeah and I mean, he like even even if he's a very high efficiency jump shooter there is going to be a hard ceiling on his scoring efficiency just because he's not going to be getting the most efficient shots. He's not going to get to the line. Uh, it's going to be like very Clay-esque uh, in that like he can be literally one of the greatest shooters of all time and his efficiency is going to have a hard ceiling at like elite, but not not at the god tiers of elite. Not, not like Steph. 
Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, even if Isaiah Joe is a high efficiency shooter, uh, his efficiency is going to be pretty firmly capped just by virtue of the shots that he can get. Uh, so I think that matters. Um, right. Like he, you know, he 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 has he has issues, but really really good right. prospect. Right. Enough on Joe. I want to talk about Malachi a little bit, who is I think one of the guys who I have in this tier that that you don't. Yeah, he's in my next year. Yeah, um, I I think Malachi has kind of a sneaky ceiling. Um, we talked a little bit about him last time, and after thinking about that and keep thinking about that, I'm I'm kind of becoming more and more into Malachi as a ceiling guy. I mean, like we talked about, arguably the best pick and roll creator in the class. That's not going away. That's only going to improve. Um, you know, and with with his shooting, I think there's like some three level scoring upside. I mean, not going to be great at the rim ever, but the floater I think is going to be there. Um, I, I think the shooting is really good off the dribble and off ball at his ceiling, certainly. And, you know, a, a very, very good, probably sub-elite, you know, doesn't have like the crazy creativity or, you know, advanced, you know, genius level of like a Lamelo or, or a Killian. But I think he's going to be one of the better passers in the league at his ceiling. So there's just an all-around very good offensive, you know, not an offensive engine, someone who can – competently like run a bench unit or a second unit and then like add value off ball is like a really really good shooter someone who can play in secondary pick and rolls and then defensively like he, he's always going to be somewhat limited by his size and his tools but he he is a legitimately very smart team defender like he's really really sound he like he takes risks but not too many risks he he's great making digs at the nail weak side rotations tags he's got all of it and then on the ball like he competes and like he like I said he's always gonna have he's always gonna have problems there because of his size um but i really do believe like at his absolute ceiling he can hit like plus starter level with just how good of an offensive you know pick and roll pick and roll shooting guard that he, he can he can end up as yeah my next tier is plus starters in the right context in like somewhat specialized situation and so that's that's where i have him uh, I kind of agree with you. I don't want to get like too carried away with him because even though like he is a good finisher and is like a like very versatile and crafty pick and roll player, like he can't get to the rim that often because he doesn't have incredible burst sure. and he's like and his his defensive impact will be heavily muted. And I, I just don't know that he's really creating advantages all that consistently. Nonetheless, really like him as a player. Think that in the at, in the at his ceiling in the right scenario could be a plus starter type player yeah and that's um, kind of why I, I included him in this tier because I, I think a lot of these guys I mean, he's likely more context dependent than most of these guys but i think a lot like some of these guys like are definitely context dependent as well um so i think I, yeah and i think he belongs here as just as someone who's like has the craft the, the pick and roll you know just in a pick and roll spread pace dominant league that's only moving more that way is just always going to have a place as like a really potent pick and roll creator and, and shooter. So, yeah. Uh, the last guy that we both have in this tier is Denny, right? Um, yep. That's like the that, that's the only guy in this tier we haven't talked about for me. Yeah. So I've got him nineteenth. Yeah, he is he is twentieth, right? Like bottom of this tier, pretty much for me. Yeah. So I don't see any creation equity for Denny. It's why I think taking him like where he's gonna go is is nuts. Um. I think that at his ceiling, he's a really valuable team defender. Again, like I, I think the physical tools matter a lot less when you're active and aggressive, know how to use your length. Like Denny is very functional with his length. He knows how to use it. Oh yeah. Um, and he's highly intelligent. Um, so I think he'll bring a ton of value as a team defender. I think he's fine on the ball at his ceiling for sure. 
like it's mild lateral improvements, you know, not a lot of positional versatility, but not someone who'll get picked on. Yeah. Uh, and then offensively, he'll hit spot ups for sure. Um, he'll handle in transition. He'll be able to create off those spot ups. He'll bring a ton of value as a cutter. Uh, just like a, a really, really nice complimentary player, but I, I think not a lot more than that. I don't think he has any creation equity for himself. Uh, I, I think he, he is really, truly a, a complimentary player, but one who I think has, has very additive skills. Uh, someone who really like doesn't really need usage to be good. Um, it's just like a smart player. Just someone, someone you like at his, at his peak is someone you very much want to have yeah. uh, and will help I mean, you he, win. I think he raises your ceiling in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. first of all, I mean, you talk about he's going to be dominant in transition, I think, you know, as a grab and go guy. Um, like, like I think that's where his lack of handle in the half court, kind of like that concern kind of evaporates when he's in the open floor, can really, really, really pass as, as a transition guy. And he's like pretty fast. Like, like he's fast end to end for his size. Like he really, really is. Um, I think it's going to be pretty dominant in transition. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think as a spot up shooter, I think he's good enough. I think he's, I think he's passable uh, for sure. I like the pull up. I don't think it's ever going to be there. I don't really think he's going to ever be able to like get to the rim, break guys down with a dribble. I, I, I'm not even so sure how good he's going to be as a closeout attacker. But like as an off ball player with the shooting, like elite, elite cutting and like relocation skills, um, like like he just does. He has so many. So many ceiling raising components as a complimentary guy. The functional length is important, but I do think the lack of absolute length and explosion does matter for his ceiling. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it lowers. Yeah, his where he's just not going to be able to compete with the guys who just have those elite tools, even if he's like really good. At do you think he has some post creation ability, like realistically at his ceiling? What do you say out of you? Do you think he has some post creation ability, realistically at his ceiling? I doubt it. No. I don't know. It's like it's a setting in which he's been used a lot as yeah. a youth player. I just. Uh, I think a lot he's of that very is just being bigger and like more developed. And, like, but he's very comfortable passing out of those scenarios. I just think it's a mismatch. It, it's. I think like on switches and like in like like some kind of created actions where you know he's and early off. Sure. Yeah, and like seals and stuff where you know a team is going to take advantage of his post passing. Sure, but like he's not a guy who I really think you can throw in a post and just let him create on his own volition. No, 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 no. no Which sure. is what I thought you were asking. Like, like no, 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 <laughs> no. but I, I think that at his ceiling, he like, that's an aspect of oh, sure. he, that he can oh, post sure. mismatches. He can up a guard and he can like yeah. skip past. I sure. But like, like that, that's not something I'd want him like relying on. No, it's, it's, it's a nice, just yeah. like, it's another just nice like element. A guy with game. like so many additive skills. Like, like I think he's like ideal fourth or fifth starter on like a really good team. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like not like a superstar or star by any means, but just just someone who you want like as like a complimentary guy on a title winning team, and and that's valuable. Like yeah. that matters. All right, let's go to our last tier. Who we'll, we'll go with these guys quicker because uh, I I have, I have two tiers left. Oh, oops, just kidding. I have one more tier. Yeah, so my next tier is like I said, it's guys who in like a kind of specialized context could be pretty plus starters, um, and so Malachi was was. Uh, these are guys 22, 22, uh, 21, 22, and 23. Uh, Malachi was 23. Uh, what's your what's your final tier? I have Josh Green, Tyrell. Oh, this is like plus starters in the right context. Like guys who are like plus starters, good starters level. Like that level is specialized, similar to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, not like super delineated, but so I have Josh Green, Tyrell Terry, Desmond Bain, Tyrese Halliburton, Precious Sachua, Najee Marshall, Taylor Maladon, Nate Hinton, and Aaron Neesmith. Yeah, so this. This three-person tier for me is Josh Green, Jaden McDaniels, and Malachi Flynn. Okay. Uh, and then should I just say what my final tier yeah, is now? Just, 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 just do it. Yeah. So my final tier is like guys who need hyper-specialized roles 
to be pretty positive. And then just some guys who I think at their ceilings will be quite good. Like yeah. I thought there was like fits. quite the drop off in ceiling after like at this point for me. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, these guys are like it's a combination of guys who need really like hyper specialized roles to like, be valuable like, or guys a really significant drop off for me after after like the, this fourth tier. Like Yeah. Yeah. So for me this is Tail Maldon, Desmond Bain, Tyrese Halberton, Tyler Bay, Precious Achua, Aaron Neesmith, and Nico Mannion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so should we do Josh Green? I have sure. him 21. Yeah. Josh Green, um, I think like his ceiling kind of gets overrated at some points because like Yeah, wait, what what number do you have him? Uh 22. Okay. It's like because like it's like if he shoots, he's super valuable. Yes. Like he can be a really valuable starter if he shoots. Um, but like that, first of all, I mean, I think whether like I think he, I think it can be a, like a good spot up shooter, sure, but not a guy with like any considerable volume or versatility, which which caps that caps that value. I don't I don't think he's ever going to be a good finisher. Um, I, I think he I think his ceiling is is a bad finisher. I think it'd be non disastrous because of how good of an like he's a pretty good athlete, but like I um, I, I don't know, I, like I I mean I I think we're close. I, I agree with you. It's it's certainly below like below average. It's he's really- he's you one-handed i i don't think that he has any real chance to be anything but a bad finisher yeah. to be honest i, I mean I, I mean i i get that i, I think that's reasonable uh, i don't necessarily agree but I, I get it and like i think like like i, I like he's gonna be an awesome transition player with, with his at open floor athleticism the passing is really real and if he can like get to the point where the spot up is good he can use that passing as close attacker and maybe some secondary pick and rolls and then I, th- I mean I, I I think the ceiling is super high defensively, um, elite team defender, best one of the best closeout defenders in the league with ridiculous hips, you know just everything off ball is is special for, uh, for me to him. And then just like his lateral mobility on ball, the only real things holding him back are just him not being that big or strong or long. I mean, I think he's pretty strong. I mean he's like, like he's just I, I don't, he's not as strong as like an Okoro type. No, but but I mean, Akaro is yeah. is like ninety ninth percentile yeah, strength. I, I mean, I'm saying with li- limiting limiting him from being one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah, honestly, I think his ceiling is kind of up there. Like yeah, he, he doesn't. I mean, he like especially because of the the guard capability. Yeah, I don't think he can guard. How, he can guard up as as much. Yeah, he. I don't. I, like, I'm with you. Which is why I think he's less valuable. Oh, oh, oh guarding guards, no doubt. He's he's special there. I just. Like I just worry like how he contributes on offense in a high level way, which is why like he, he doesn't <laughs> right. Like I just like like how does he get on the floor? Like even if he's shooting spot ups and like that technical us with good passing, like the bar is really high for like offensive. As we saw throughout the playoffs, like the bar is really high, like to to stay on the floor like and be positive offensively. I just don't think Green is ever gonna get there. Um, you know, outside of like a very specialized role. I, I kind of think his saving grace is that he's a really good passer. Uh, yeah. He makes some of the like, most impressive passes. No, he's a really good passer, and like, I think um, he's underrated there for sure. Yeah, I think that's kind of his saving grace, that he's never going to be like a record scratch guy. Like He's someone who will attack a closeout and can make pretty impressive passes off that. Um, he like He's just not someone who's going to stall out your offense, I don't think. And I think at his ceiling, like, he's a totally fine spot-up guy. Like He's a quick decision-maker. Yeah, and he has, he has that runner game as well. So, like... You know, even being like a terrible finisher, which I I really think like there's no chance that he's anything but a bad finisher. Uh, he'll have that runner game to turn to. He'll have his really good passing. Um, and yeah, I just I think his defensive ceiling is really high. I I don't know if it's 
I, I, I think kind of in the vicinity of all defense, honestly. Like I think he, so. yeah, for sure. He has special, special hips. I think like really, I think it's pretty solid the all defense. And now saying this, I'm one, kind of talking myself into having him higher. But yeah, he has like one of a kind hips. One, um, one of a kind, absolutely. While also having like adequate size, strength, intelligence. Like he is oh, really, really. His intelligence is far more than adequate. I mean, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he's really impressive. And like he's you said, he is like, he, like he's below like the genius level, but he's he's dang smart for like an off ball defender. Yeah, and I think he has he has like explosiveness to finish plays. Um, he has, he has like really really good contortion. Um, he has ambidexterity as like a shot contester at the rim. Uh, he has he has good timing. He has like a, he has a good a good feel for that. He's just a he's a very good defensive prospect and not a very good offensive prospect. Um. So I think in a situation where he's the fifth best offensive player on the floor, um, you could get a ton of value out of him defensively. Uh, and so that's why he's he's 21 for me. Yeah. So next thing you had was Jaden, yeah? Yeah, I have Jaden. Jaden in my top three. I considered him, but I ultimately left him out. Um, so why did you have him this high? Yeah, so we're doing three in rim protection again. Uh, I, I like Jaden as a team defender. I think that his interior defense is pretty good. Like, it's... It's by no means Pat will like if Pat will had zero functional strength, he would be a lot less interesting. And that's kind of what Jaden is. Uh, but I, I think he has pretty good you know instincts for playmaking on the interior. I think he's fairly mobile. Uh, and I, I, I like him a lot as a closeout attack guy. I think he'll shoot spot ups. I think he cover ground really, really quickly. I think that's very valuable um as a closeout attacker and he does have that kind of weird self-creation by virtue of he has a good like a weirdly good handle a weirdly deceptive handle um but is a like horrid decision maker um that's kind of like i think the the real separator is that he's a horrid decision maker i think like not the world's greatest on-ball defender but i think he he brings three in rim protection um i think he has a sensible role on offense uh, so I think at his ceiling is, I think, a really nice complimentary player. How good of a shooter do you think he is at his ceiling? Uh, that's kind of where I was getting hung up. Um, like fine on spot Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I think that's good enough because um, I worry a lot about the decision-making in a complimentary role. Like you have yeah. to restrict him a lot, and I don't know if I worry about him being able to do that. I mean, if he can, then sure. Like. I, I I worry a lot about you know the, the strength. I, I I think I think he can improve the strength. I don't think he's ever going to be like a plus strength guy. Even no, that. Yeah. um, I, I think he's probably going to be average to below average to be honest. Um, I mean defensively, I I agree. I like the defense quite a bit. Defense isn't isn't as much of a concern. I do worry a little bit about like him translating back outside the zone where he really was not good in in, in yeah. his, his his team defense was kind of trash his, his awareness was like, like catastrophically bad like, but, and so has me like worried like yes it, it improved markedly this year but he also was playing in his zone and even he, like if he gets drafted to like the heat or the nuggets he's not going to play zone full-time and like that has me worried like i think there's a potential for regression there which yeah i i can see that i think that i think that he showed enough awareness for me to believe in him enough as a team defender but i think that's a valid concern because he was a total disaster he had no clue like people were making the jonathan isaac right. comparison for a guy who would like get back yeah. cut five times yeah, a game and, like, and would... never tag a pick and roll like yeah was, um which is like my main Jaden concern are, are that and the shot slash decision making i mean if he really is like like is able to rein in that decision making and just be like a strict three and closeout attacker but like even then like I worry about his ability to finish and like blow by guys. Like, 
I just think there's a lot to be desired. And like, I like Jaden as a prospect. I have him like in my top 30 normally, but like, so, so my, my counterpoint to all this would be that none of these seem like ceiling level concerns though. I, I don't know. I mean, I think like how much can you improve is like, how much is, is the burst going to improve? How much is the finishing going to improve? Like, I don't think it necessarily has to do that much for his role, given that like he can, he can get to the rim so quickly um, by virtue of ground coverage. I know he's not, he's not bursty. Um, and just like being in a, in a very small offensive role. I mean, there's a reason that he's, he's this low and not higher. Like, I think that people might expect definitely, like if you're working off of a, you know, like mainstream perception, oh, perception of, of, of these oh, guys. Yeah, sure. But. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people build Jaden as a like mystery box, like upside swing. Yeah. I don't think he's that, no. but I think that his, his upside as a complimentary guy is like, is really nice. Like the three and rim protection forwards are very valuable. Uh, and there are, there are a handful of them um, in this class. And I think Jaden is, is better than like the, the second group of them. He's definitely not on the Poku path. Oh, I think he's better than like a lot of the, like, I think he's better than Bay. He's better than like what, like Woodard. Woodard. For sure. Like, like again, I just have concepts, like a lot of issues like, like that, like that make me feel like it's more theoretical, but I think like, like I can see the case from up here. All right. Should we move on to, um, who is the last, like, you have Malachi. I, like, I, I have Tyrell Terry. Did, did you not rank Tyrell Terry? I do not have Tyrell Terry in my top 30 for this. I had Tyrell Terry at 23. Um, I assume just worried about the frame. Yeah, just, like, small 6'2", off-guard. That's the thing. I think he's, like, distinctly an off-guard. I don't like his handling. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't. Yeah, go. No, I just, I just don't, I don't really think that he can create on the ball, and I've gotten a lot lower on him defensively. Uh, I, I think that there were definitely good moments at Stanford, but there were also catastrophic lack of effort plays, like there. And I think that it's, it's going to be really bad in the NBA. I think that his frame, in terms of how narrow he is, is really problematic. Um, I, I, I there's, there's some ceiling for him, but. Like the the last guy that I included was Nico, um, and I think that like Nico's ceiling is kind of just a more attractive version of that, where he's like, um, I think he's a more skilled off ball player currently, um, and I expect that to continue, and I think he has more on ball equity. I think um, Tyrell, I, I I think the shooting is ceiling is is crazy high, which is part of the reason. the shooting ceiling. Um, I think uh, I I think I think like like I I agree with the frame concerns. I think there's he can add enough to where like he can use the burst as like uh, as like an off off ball attacker to you know, take advantage of like his incredible finishing for a guard. I think with the shooting and the finishing, with I mean enough passing as an off ball guy, I think he'd be a really really effective off ball player in the right context. And this is why I had him in this tier and not above. I, I do think he requires a, a, a very specialized context to succeed. Um, but like I, I think he's has enough shooting, finishing, passing potential at a ceiling to be a really successful like off guard type. And I know, yes, like six two off guard with with bad defense. I think I'm higher on his defense than you are, but I still don't think it's gonna be like good. Like he's just the frame is too bad. But I really do believe in the intelligence and, and the team defense to where it's non disastrous. Um, yeah, I think there were too many moments where he just like didn't try at all and just like by and and like what that meant was, you know, dying on a screen and not getting back into the play, just not making rotations, losing his guy off the ball. There are just too many of those moments for a guy with his physical deficiencies. Yeah, I think that's fair. But like, I, I believe enough in the intelligence and you know, that stuff improving as he ages to, you know, to be passable. 
Um, and then it's just the offensive ceiling. But I mean, like, like, like this tier is like fluid, and I could like probably would expand past thirty. Like for me, like yeah, I probably would too, and I would consider including him. Yeah. But I like I thought about him. It wasn't yeah. like like he was yeah. in no way going to be in this for me. And and yeah, okay. yeah. So let's talk about uh, our next guy. I think both of us have Bane. What did you have, Bane? I have Bane twenty five. I'm yeah. second in my final yeah, tier. Twenty four for me. So um, Desmond Bane. Uh, Elite, elite shooter at a ceiling in kind of all ways. Um, elite shooter on on the ball, pull-ups. Uh, elite off-movement shooter, one of the best in the league, I think. And then someone who is one of the better passers for that off-ball, high-volume shooter role. I think one of the best at, in the league, you know, for his role uh, in terms of attacking closeouts, even running pick-and-rolls and making advanced reads there. Obviously has his problems as a passer, but he doesn't need to be elite. Um, you know, no, he's, he's he's plus for that. Very plus he's for plus, that role. Plus 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 for his role. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't need to be better than he is. Like because he's not a primary. And then defensively, I think he's always going to be somewhat limited by his tools, especially on the ball. But so so smart. Tries so hard. Like is just such an awesome team defender. It's like three and D kind of wing. Three and D plus wings. Like he's going to be a solid starter for like plus solid starter for a long time. It's, it, I think with him, it's pretty simple where I, I don't think there's like a crazy ceiling with him, but I, I think there's also like good at like solidly a plus starter. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident in Bain being good. Uh, I would be surprised if he's less than that. And I would be surprised if he's more than that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think his ceiling is, yeah, like you said, really great shooter, but you know, he, he he's an off guard with very plus passing for the role. I think defensively, yeah, he's a good team defender. Uh, is I don't his mobility is not great. Like he's he is kind of stiff. Yeah, um, he's just like I think that kind of chunky. Like he doesn't really yeah do well in space. And yeah, like he's never gonna get to the rim. He's never gonna finish at the rim. Um, but great shooter, great passing for the role. Uh, I th- I think he's gonna be like a solid starter yeah, uh, sure. at his ceiling for sure. Like plus starter at his ceiling. Um, so I, I think, I don't mean this as a slight to Bane because I think that a lot of his appeal is that he's very good and we know he's very good. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Halliburton who a lot of people, I mean, if you, if you listen to the show regularly, probably shouldn't be surprised at this placement, but you know, could be surprised considering his building as a prospect in the mainstream. I had him at 25. Um, I have him 26. Okay. So even lower, but yeah, um, at his ceiling, like, I don't know how much more he can get than like the linking player at his ceiling. I think he's always. I don't think he can. He's always going to be limited on. I don't think he's ever going to get to a point where he's really creating on ball. I, I think he's never going to have the burst, the handle, the pull up shooting, the finishing to really be an on ball creator. Off the ball, on on both ends of the floor, I think he's going to be. I think he has an exceptional ceiling as you know a ball mover, running secondary pick and rolls, attacking closeouts. I mean, the passing is is definitely special at his ceiling with him. And then I think he's going to be a very, very good spot-up shooter. Not only sub-elite to me, but, like, very, very good. Like, not, not someone you can you can leave open. Someone who's hitting on these pretty solid volume and, and very good efficiency. And defensively, again, like, always, I think, going to be concerned. Like, I, I think he's going to get stronger, but I don't think I think, I don't think think he ever gets, like, plus strength. Um, yeah, like, going to be, like, super awesome off-ball playmaker, elite playmaker at the wing, but... Um, you know, struggles with the minutiae of off-ball defense, closeouts, trailing around screens, and then on the ball, just I don't know if he's ever going to be strong enough or technically good enough to, to really impact. So, yeah, I mean, very, very good complimentary player, um, and then a plus starter because of that, but, like, not, nothing more. I just 
I think there's very clearly not a ceiling with him. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, and to add to that, like, I think only a plus starter in a very specific context. Like, I, he, like Bane, I think, could be a solid plus starter in a wide variety of contexts. Probably on any and, team in the league. If being- yeah, and Halliburton could be a serious ceiling raiser for some teams, but he needs a very specific context um, at his ceiling. I don't think he has any sort of ceiling, really. I don't think he has on-ball ability at all. Uh, and maybe this is maybe this is being too harsh on that ceiling raising capability uh, because that's what matters. Uh, you know, elevating a team yeah, from on a good really to good great. team. I mean, like next to other creators and like a, a, a defensive big anchor, like like the shooting, the ball moving, the the playmaking, like all of that stuff is supremely valuable. Like it's really yeah. Valuable. I, I'm still skeptical of how valuable it really is. I also would take issue with the idea that he's going to be a great defensive playmaker. I don't think. I just think that he's too physically limited to do it. Like I buy it more with Denny. I think he he just has he hits the sides threshold to be able to do That's it. Nice. I don't think Halliburton does. Uh, so I think I he'll think be valuable. He had enough strength to, to be to be pretty imposing, but like never like the other one, Denny. I, I mean, he's I mean, still small. Yeah, I mean, like the frame is the frame just isn't great with him. Like. Yeah, it, like his narrow hips, is, they're kind of high, narrow shoulders. They're they're very high. Narrow shoulders, like. Um. Yeah. I. So I. I don't really see any ceiling with him. I guess like to, for more in depth Halberton talk. Uh. I think it's our philosophical debates with PD from a while ago. I swear we do Halberton on every other episode. We re- we really do. I mean, he's a fascinating player, yeah. but uh, right now we don't have time. No, for we don't. It. All right, let's talk about <laughs> Precious, who I think we both have in this range. Wait, did you have did you have Teo in this tier? Yeah, I did. I I didn't later. Okay. I, so okay. I have yeah. Precious at twenty six, right next to Halliburton. I have it twenty eight. All right, so Precious, I think it is ceiling. Um, there's like a defensive oriented small small five, um, who's really mobile. Like n- not like a switch everything, but like someone who can late switch, someone who can hedge and drop. Um, and then someone who's like a who can definitely make plays as you know uh, a weak side and even maybe a primary rim protector in cases because he is just a total freak athlete. I mean, he's an unbelievable athlete in every sense. And then someone who's awesome on offense and transition as a play finisher, but but not much else. So just like a solid starter in a specific context is is pretty simple for Precious. Yeah, I think he's a plus starter in a very very specific context. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what his mobility ceiling is. He is capable of moving at a high level, not like it, not a switch everything bam level. I, think, I mean, but, he flashes like really high level movement, even if it's not consistent. Like, yeah, he's really jumpy though. Like he bought, he bites on every shot and dribble fake. Uh, there's that hilarious play against I think, Wichita game. State. Yeah. yeah, where he he bites on like six pump fakes on one possession. It's it's hilarious and it, it's also very bad. Um, but Precious is, yeah, I think he's a good defensive prospect. I think that his interior defense is probably underrated. He like his awareness is pretty solid. Um, he has the physical tools to act on it. Like you said, really impressive athlete. Tries incredibly hard. Yeah, uh, motor, Precious, I mean, the motor is under talked about, but but valuable. Like he, Precious running straight in transition is a terrifying I mean, it's, sight. It's like Wiseman, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's not as large, so he doesn't like look as majestic. But he looks a lot scarier because he's yeah so fast, he's more compact, and just like yeah, like you would you would turn to dust if Precious ran into you in transition. Um, but yeah, like terrible touch, one of the worst decision makers in the class. I think even at his ceiling in a highly restrictive role, he's at 
absolute best a neutral offensive player because he's such a just terrible decision maker uh, with such bad touch. I uh, really, really don't like him as an offensive player, but I think he'd be good. he could be quite valuable defensively in the right context. Uh, and that's, I think, what matters most from big men. Uh, I think he'll always kind of be exploitable late in games just because of his, his jumpiness and, and like we said, decision-making issues. But in the right context, I think that that's a guy who could be very valuable. Uh, I th- like, for me, he's always going to be – it makes sense in the late first if you have a good plan. Uh, yeah, like it, the lottery stuff's crazy. Late first is is really really sensical for me too. Yeah, yeah. the The lottery stuff is crazy, but in the late first with a plan, I I think he could definitely deliver that value. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he he's got issues, but he he has avenues to value. Who else do we have in common? We we had we had Teo. We both of us yeah. Let's do Teo quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so Teo, I think he could be a solid combo guard. I, he's never going to be a primary. I'm pretty confident in that. Just doesn't have – I mean, first of all, just doesn't have, like, the daringness to do it. Like, I, I don't think that he, like, tries to create pressure like that. And you could say that it's a role restriction. But, like, he also, you know, doesn't have burst or developed handle or, like, any of these things. Um I, I think that he's he's way too slow of a decision maker. He's capable of making functional passes, but just doesn't do it. Um, but I think the real interest of him is that he becomes like a very good shooter. Yeah. And so he's like, I, we don't like him as a defensive player at all, but I think he could get to like a passable enough level. I think it's um, like hovering run neutral. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not, like, I, I totally, like he's bad, but I don't think he's totally horrible. Like, uh, yeah, I don't like him. I think I think really considering the competition level in his age, I think he. That's true. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like, I, I, think I think he could. could like he's like he like, 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 like he's quite bad, but he's also like an eighteen-year-old playing in the Euroleague. Like yeah, so and, let's say non let's say non-catastrophic defensively yeah. while being a versatile, valuable shooter. Yeah. I think he really big... has like like the passing and the pick and roll craft is really good at times. Like he's like like he shows some real craft. Like both like at the point of the screen with snakes and stuff and like, you know, slowing down as a finisher and Euro steps. Ultimately, I just don't think he's toolsy or bursty enough to really make it count as much as he could. Um, like, and that stuff isn't going to change, but like, like, as like a combo complimentary guard, I do think he can be like pretty, like a pretty solid combo starter at some point. Like, like I said, yeah. I think the shooting ceiling is legit. Uh, like so some pick and roll stuff is, is legit. Like the passing is, it could be pretty good at his ceiling. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I don't think he's a complicated prospect. Like, he's just the combo, and I think it is ceiling. He could be a pretty good combo guard. Like, he's again, like nothing special, but like that's valuable in in, in the right context. Like, a, a good combo playing off a big initiator. Like, like I could, I could really, I could definitely see him being a valuable NBA player. Like, yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, yeah, maybe a little lower on the on ball stuff. I don't know that he could really create advantages, but yeah, I mean, he he does have he does have craft. Uh, I just think that he, even when he does have advantages, he yeah. like allows them to I mean, disappear. Something to be said for him, like being a pretty good finisher in the Euro League. Mm-hmm. I think like th- th- there's always something to be said for that. Um, I mean, there's there's just a, a lot to be said for him being fine yeah. as a player yeah, his age in Euro League. Yeah, exactly, and, and and I think that bodes well for him being a good NBA player, but not an elite one or a special one. I think that's where I've pretty much always been at with him. Yeah, I yeah, I just don't, I just don't see like real primary ceiling with him but but yeah like i think like shooting driving him being quite a good combo is there i mean i i have him 24th i'm the i had him as the first guy in this tier uh i think he could be 
like a, a nice starter in the right context. I had him like 28. I should probably have him higher, honestly, thinking about it. But like, still, yeah, I mean, the, the shooting ceiling is really yeah, there. It really is. Um, so I have Tyler Bay at 27. He's the next guy of mine that we haven't talked about. Did you have him? Mm-mm. I considered him, but I ended up excluding him. He'd be like in the next couple guys after this book. Yeah, I mean, his defensive playmaking is among the best in the class. I think of the erratic like team defense fours or right so you guess like team defense bigs i think he probably makes the fewest mistakes um even though he makes a lot of mistakes i think that he's i trust him more from a mobility standpoint than like paul reed and then i think that just like at his ceiling you can find an offensive role for him like i think that spot up shooting for him is fine at his ceiling i think he has some utility as a role man because of his vertical explosion even if his decision making is really awful uh, but I just think I just think that at, at his ceiling he brings a lot as a defensive playmaker. Uh, I think that's pretty valuable. Yeah, yeah. The, the defense at the ceiling is certainly cer- certainly very good. I just worry a lot about the offense. Um, I, I spot up's fine, roll man. Yeah, but like he's 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 just six foot seven. Like I, I like it just limits how good of a roll man you can really be, even if he's explosive. Certain in spot, sure, but I don't think he does anything on offense that's like you can consistently bank on. And I think you need like a bankable skill. Um, so like, I, I just think that's not there with him and that's, that's my concern, but the defense is really, really good. Like n- no doubt. Like he's an awesome. Yeah. I mean, at, at his, at his ceiling, I think the spot ups are bankable enough that you live with it to get his defensive playmaking. Yeah. And I can see that. I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. He was not like an, a lock of an inclusion for me on this. Yeah, I think that's uh, yeah, like, that's reasonable. Yeah, I like. I, I think he has some value, but uh, I think we both yeah. had Neesmith. Yes. Yeah, Neesmith. I mean, we kind of we kind of talked about him last time. We had PD on, so I don't think we'll go in too much depth. Um, yeah, like like elite elite off movement shooter that needs like a specialized Duncan Robinson esque kind of role to, to to really to really add the most value. Elite off movement shooter, hopefully can like attack and close out a little bit at his ceiling. I I um, I don't defense, know. defensively maybe neutral around neutral with his size and some solid instincts but like never going to be great. I I I I don't even I don't think he can even be neutral on defense honestly. I think he's too immobile. Like he just can't and come yet, around. I think you still have him higher than me. <laughs> I have him last. Like yeah, I'm 28th. Yeah. I just think that like Hyper specialized role. We're talking like absolute optimization at his ceiling. Really, really good movement shooter. Yeah. That has a lot of value if you can extract the absolute most out of it. For most teams, Neesmith is not going to be this high. For the two teams that can do that, he should be fairly high. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think that at his absolute ceiling, uh, he can kind of be in that role. I, I, I like just listen to the PD thing from from a couple episodes ago. Uh, we talked about Neesmith for like 20 yeah. minutes at the end of that. Um, but yeah, in a hyper specialized role, I think he can bring a fair amount of value. Uh, even though I think he will be a bad defender even at his ceiling, I, I don't think that he can move laterally laterally well enough. We've talked up the value of mobility in team defense, and he doesn't have it. Um, yeah, I, I I think there are ways to extract value from him, but. It's uh, harder. Who are your last two guys? You had Nico and somebody else. I had uh, just Nico. Okay. That, we, we, Tyler, Tyler Bay was my other We kind of talked about Nico a little earlier. Um, you can talk about him a little more if you want. Like, 
Yeah, I'll do quickly on Nico. Um, needs to be alongside a, a an oversized initiator. Uh, love Nico's off-ball game. Really great relocator. Can shoot off the move. Um, on the ball, I think that he has more capability than he gets credit for just because he it was not good at Arizona, but that's because he was asked to do too much. I think he's a guy who has really solid passing ability. He's someone who... You know, has functionality, can probe and kick out, and um, I think can shoot off the dribble. Like he, we, we've talked about his mechanics before. He doesn't. He has some stuff that he needs to iron out. But I think at his ceiling, he can be reach a pretty high level as a shooter. And then I, I think that he gets really, really underrated as a defensive player. Uh, he's someone that tries enough on the ball uh, and is really smart off the ball. Um, so I, I think that he's you know neutral-ish defensive player. Uh, who has, brings a lot of value off the ball and has some on ball equity. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I can see that again, was a guy I considered like not, not, not far off my top 30. So the last couple guys I had were, I had Najee Marshall who I like as a sneaky kind of ceiling guy as like, he is a, like a really, really good slasher. Like the footwork attacking off the catch, the burst, some of the finishing is really, really impressive. And if you can add strength or improve the shot to the point where you really need to close out on him, like he's a really good off-ball player. Plus, plus some of the passing. Like he, like, like I don't think any of like the pick and roll passing he does uh, at Xavier is going to be a thing he does in the NBA. But he can definitely sling some passes. Like the decision making is, is inconsistent. He has some live dribble plays to the, to the weak side laydowns. He he can pass. Um, I think it's he's a beautiful defender too. He, well, yeah. I mean, I think at a ceiling, there's besides the fact that there's really some offensive potential. He's like a really like his footwork, chasing around screens, flipping his hips on the ball. That's all really good. Like, the, the, I'm not crazy about the team defense. Um, I think there's too many lapses, just not enough processing speed for for for, for or, or like explosion vertically, uh, for my taste. But like, he's long. He's six foot seven. He's super mobile. Um, I think there's like a sneaky ceiling for him as like a three and D. 3 and D plus wing type. I mean, not only, I guess 3 and D is the wrong way because the, the the appeal isn't the 3. It's, it's it's the slashing and the closeout attacking and the occasional, maybe occasional like pick and roll or, um, you know, just actions run for him. I, I really like I like like the ceiling for him as a role player or, or even like a fifth starter, like if he can, if the shot figures itself out. So yeah, Najee is like a, a one that I came up with late. Though. I like quite a, quite a bit here. Yeah, I didn't really consider him, but I, I that makes a lot of sense as like an off-ball wing. I, I do really like him as a slasher. He's one of the more skilled slashing wings in the class. Uh, like you said, like his footwork is really good, and with that like smooth acceleration, some like real finishing ability. Yeah, his his body, I think, for a guy his age, we might not be like knocking him enough for it because he is pretty slight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely see it. I definitely see it. Yeah. And then the last guy I had was Hinton, who yeah, um, is like a like a. Well, we've talked about him as like 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 the issue of being like a six five four. But at his ceiling, I think he shoots spot up just fine. And at that point, I think you make. I think that's enough to like like like, like where you were like that's enough for Tyler Bay to get on the floor. I think like enough for Nate Hinton to get on the floor, who's a really really unbelievable team defender with his you know instincts timing explosion and then like like the rebounding is another value add on on defense as well where he's just gonna snap like like he he snags the most ridiculous boards we, we've done the nate hinton thing to death um he's he's an unbelievable defender a defensive prospect off the ball on the ball pretty solid i think at, at his ceiling n- n- nothing special um 
Yeah, big big Nate was a tough omission for me. He he is like probably thirty first. Yeah, on this uh, board for and me. like I I understand omitting him because of the offense. Like I I think that's completely reasonable. Yeah, but like I, again, I, I think if you're shooting spot ups, like it, that's enough to get him on the floor because of just how good the defense is going to be. Yeah, I just I I do think there are limitations for like a six five four. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I love Nate Hinton. I've I've got him as like a top thirty-five guy. He was in strong consideration on this board for me. Um, so th- that that does it. I I know we do need to to go very soon. But were there any other guys you strongly considered? Um, I mean, not that we didn't talk about. I think all of the guys that I, that we like, I like, I, I considered Jaden. I considered Nico. I, I considered Sadiq Bay. Um, I considered Dotson. Um, I considered Naji, Zeke Naji. Yeah, the one guy that I thought about, but just ultimately, I don't think I personally buy him enough to put him was Mason Jones. I didn't even consider him, but like I, I, I see that. I mean, I, I just I, I don't buy that he's actually capable of being anything like the player that he was at Arkansas, but. I feel like it is worth acknowledging that there's at least some chance yeah. of it. He was that so he... ridiculous like this year. Like yeah, I, like he's admittedly someone I need to go to the circle. I, I need like I, I've been meaning to circle back on, but like he he's so ridiculous. Like outlier finisher. I just I I don't like much of what else he does, but like no, neither do I. But I think that there is some like real there's some real self creation equity there that I don't think is going to be. So. Yeah. realized in the nba i, I did consider it oh, well, i mean i think that's reasonable wait no i i, I didn't consider i didn't consider it but i think it's reasonable so like yeah i didn't end up putting him but it, it was it, he was someone that really crossed my mind because I, I think that there there is a chance that he is just capable of using his timing and strides and and touch and, and strength and all that and body control and contortion to keep doing this uh but i just i don't think i personally think it's realistic enough for him to be included in this uh yeah i, I agree and then there was no one else like, like i think bay ha- I, I think it's an argument for bay like as, as a pretty good uh yeah i don't I think, um i yeah i mean defensively i think he's never gonna agree i think if he's a really good shooter there's an argument just at his size yeah, but I, that's like the only thing that I really like about Bay is like, yeah, it is ceiling. I think he's quite a good shooter at that side, which I think is like but, reasonable in this tier. But like, I, I, yeah, okay, that's that's fair. That just like being, that yeah, I, I didn't include him, but being like a very good six foot eight shooter is valuable. Yeah, I mean Jalen Smith kind of crossed my mind. I didn't but, think too uh, hard about Smith just because like I don't think he does anything but shoot. Like, yeah, and I just I his defensive de- deficiencies are just amplified by the fact that he's a big. Like for Bay, I can get over it a little bit because he's like not a big. Well, with Smith, I just think that like his strengths are cannibalized by his weaknesses. Um, just that like he yeah he's a really good um, help rim protector, but he yeah, can't he cover just, ground yeah. to save his life. Like he just can't do it. Um, and so I don't like I don't know what position defensive position he plays except for zone. Um, so I I don't think like even as ceiling I, I just I don't think that he has that mobility, uh, just with like the stiffest narrowest hips in the world. Um, so yeah, he he didn't quite make it, but I feel like he's someone that people will be curious about why he was excluded. Um, 
Yeah, I there weren't no one else really really factored into this for me. Yeah, um, neither. I think we should cut this. Uh, neither of us have any real catching eye, guys, as we are getting close. Like we are getting dangerously clo- dangerously close to three hours. So. Oh God! Uh, All right, yeah, let's so cut it. So, uh, and I, I'm sure both of us have other things to do tonight. Um, include get get this podcast ready for for tomorrow. Um, so, so yeah. Again, thanks to everyone for for, for sticking through with us. You can follow us on Twitter at prep number two pro pod. Uh, follow Max at Max A. Carlin. Follow me at Ben underscore Pfeiffer underscore. And with that, we will see you all next week and have a fantastic day. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.